ditch the so-called paper maps, aka dusty Excel files and antiquated systems, but don't talk to each other. Embrace your platform as your guiding light and talent journey, and it'll help you build insight and support, and it'll navigate you every turn and twist, reaching your goals, helping you build that team of rock stars, and helping you write your company legend. Hi, I'm Courtney Harmon, Director of Industry Relations at Crelate. Over the past decade, I've trained thousands of frontline recruiters, and I've worked with hundreds of business owners and executives to help their firms and agencies grow. This is the Full Desk Experience, a Crelate original podcast, where we will be talking about growth blockers across your people, processes, and technologies. Welcome to another episode of the Full Desk Experience. Today, we're going to talk about goal setting. I mean, what better time? You're literally 27 days away from the first day of the new year. And if you don't have a vision of where you want to go in 2024, I'm not going to lie. You're going to be behind the game a bit. But let's be real. Goal setting and staffing recruiting kind of feels like a joke sometimes. We slap things together, some smart goals, cross our fingers, hope for the best. But honestly, if you're like most offices, by mid-May, those goals are gathering dust bunnies under your desk, and they become another casualty of good intentions and wishful thinking. You might be asking why, and I'm going to tell you from my perspective, because I have seen it time and time again, working with hundreds of offices in our industry. It's because you haven't addressed the real elephant in the room, the obstacles that sabotage your best laid plans. You ignore the broken processes or lack of processes in the first place that are driving your ship. You have resistance to change and you're missing those regular discussions to keep you on track to tell you if you need to pivot or you just keep praying your recruiter fairy dust makes it all work out. So what if there was a better way? What if you plan for the obstacles that you were going to face? What if you had a better framework other than just hoping? Because hope without action is just wishing for things to change. And that's really as effective as complaining or criticizing without offering anything constructive. We all know somebody like that. Hope as an action really truly means pushing boundaries, dismantling barriers, taking steps, however small they may be, one by one, towards something better that you're hoping for. It's the whole premise of today's vibe for today's podcast. So that's where the WHOOP goal strategy enters the stage. This framework is really about to Blow up the traditional goal setting and really turn your team into recruiting rock stars with a really laser-focused vision. So if you know me at all, I want you to forget about the fluffy manifestos, those vision boards. Now, don't get me wrong. Don't come for me. I love them too. But the WHOOP strategy is really about getting gritty reality checks and having actionable plans that really demolish those obstacles before they even have a chance to trip you up. And honestly. I don't know about you, but that's where I sound like I'm hearing our economy be. So are you ready to stop wishing and start winning? Because today's podcast is about to show you how to whoop your way into staffing and recruiting success. I don't know if you saw my social media post, but cue the 1993 song, Whoop, There It Is. I know, I know. I'm embarrassing myself. My kids tell me all the time. But the good news is, I don't care about embarrassing myself. And I am bringing you and telling you seven potential goals with WHOOP strategies that you can use for your team going into the new year. Now, spoiler alert, it's not about rainbows and unicorns. It's about facing your fears, getting strategic, and outsmarting your competition. So I ask you, are you in? Hopefully I get some yeses out of that. Before we dive in, I want to first ask you a question. I want to ask you where you stand today. Does your office do goal setting for the new year? Whether it's the new year, whether it's the new quarter, the month, do me a favor, take a minute, write in the chat. If you do goal setting with your teams, if you don't do it with your teams, maybe you do it individually. And at what frequency do you do them? So what is your goal setting? How frequently do you do them? And do you do them with your organization or individually? 
feel free. I'm going to give you a minute to go right in the chat since we don't have our polls available. And that's okay. If the answer is no, that is perfectly fine. And that is what I'm here to help you do strategically and build some foundation of what some of those goals could be. Got a few people saying no. I got some saying yes. Tell me what those frequency of those goal settings are. Okay, you do all the above. Monthly, weekly, yearly. Caitlin, I love it. I love it. Annually and monthly, both individual and organization. No, but I should. Okay, I love that. Thank you. Thank you for participating. I want to take this one step further. I always have two questions at a time. I'm very, very needy some days. My second question is, I know it might seem a little crazy or out of left field, but I want to know, do you have an accountability partner? Or do you discuss these goals in your one-on-ones, your individual calls, your team calls, your company calls? Because really when it comes down to accountability partners, you're going to hear in some stats, it actually really helps us succeed. So type in the chat. Do you do accountability partners or manage these conversations in your one-on-ones with your managers? Yes or no? All right. Yes, with your company monthly. Thank you, Wayne. No, that's okay. It's okay if you don't. Yes. All right. I'm getting some yeses. All right. No. External mentors. Sue, I love it. I love it. Get it one way or another. That's what it's all about. All right. Yes, sort of. Okay. I love it. I want you to keep these things in mind. So let's set the stage first. You can feel free to keep writing in the chat. In fact, the reality that you need is here. So I'm going to give you some general stats. And I want to see where you fall in these stats. All right. 83% of people don't have written goals. Are you in that 83? 14% of people have goals in their head, but they're never written down. I don't know, my cohort on the other end of this call writes everything down. Katie writes everything down for us. So I'm in that person. She she writes everything for me. And only 3% of people have written goals. That's crazy. So when you think about effectiveness of goals, people with written goals are 42% more likely to achieve them. Those with action plans and weekly accountability partners achieve goals 40% faster. When it comes to motivation and persistence, people who visualize their goals are 31% more confident in achieving them. And honest to goodness, I never truly believed this till I was in college sports and I saw a sports psychologist. It works, people. If you haven't listened to our podcast uh, with Julie Jones, she was my previous college coach. She is now a performance coach. We interviewed her last month And she really, truly talks about visualization and being at your peak performance. Katie, you are on it. Thank you so much. Check that podcast out. She is amazing. And really, even though it's sports and so many of those things really, truly apply to business. So go listen to that Industry Spotlight with Julie Jones if you have not. Writing down goals in detail increases your success likelihood by 1.2 to 1.4 times. I love this one. Over 1,000 studies show that high goals lead to better task performance than the do-your-best approach, right? We all know people that just do their best and they don't have anything laid out. What about accountability and support? We talked about those accountability partners, but you're 65% more likely to reach your goals with an accountability partner. So this comes down to coaching, sharing weekly progress reports, boost your success rates by 40%. And people with goals are 10 times more successful than those without. Now, I want to change that. That was just general. Now, changing this to the talent industry, well, specific data on goal setting within staffing and recruiting offices can truly be elusive. These stats still might sting a bit. 62% of high-performance agencies do have formal goal setting. That might be some of you here. But what that means is it means that 38% of you are flying blind. You wouldn't want to walk into a client meeting without a plan. So why are you winging it here? Because this comes down to ROI. 70% of professionals believe goals boost employee performance. But are you actually setting them for your recruiting teams? Now remember, happy recruiters equal rockstar hires. They are hand in hand. 
Having clear goals slashes your time to hire by 30%. So think about that. Imagine filling roles a month faster. That's game-changing. Focused goals, being very specific, equals about 15% better quality of hires. And you want the dream team players, not just warm bodies. So goals get you there. Be intentional. And last but not least, tracking goals saves around 20% cost per hire. That equals more cash for your talent perks. I mean, sign me up. Why not? As you're thinking of goals, there are catches and challenges that really you need to keep forefront of your mind before you start going into goal setting. I want you to think about your alignment of your personal goals with your business goals. A lot of you said you didn't have business goals with your teams, but those two should align. You have to think about your recruiting. Is it a sideshow or a strategic partner? Make sure your goals help drive company success, not just fill open slots. What about data measurement? Data and measurement. Are you guessing or are you making informed decisions? Are you tracking what metrics work? More importantly, what's not working through your system of record? And use that guidance to make real-time decisions. Now, remember I talked about that. If you're a Acrylate user or maybe you're not a Acrylate user and you want more on reporting, maybe you're looking for a new system, I want you to join us next week. Same time, same place. Katie, if you would so lovely do your thing and drop that in, you can register for our session. We're going to walk you through our whole system going to dive in a little bit more, but Lauren from our professional services team is going to talk about those best reports to drive this whole engine for success in 2024. We called it Crelate and Conquer. So feel free, go sign up. We would love to have you there. And then I think more importantly, if you are big on goal setting, does your teams have goal setting fatigue? If you're setting the bar too high, it can truly lead to burnout. So you need to find that sweet spot between ambitious and achievable for your teams. Now, those stats really paint a clear picture. Goal setting matters, but we're not always doing it right. We're either invisible, we're flying blind with no direction, invincible, or setting unrealistic goals that really leave us burnt out and frustrated. So that WHOOP method is here to change that. It's not just about setting goals. It's about making them happen, turning those wishy-washy dreams into rock-solid goals that you can achieve no matter what obstacles are in your way. Before we dive into WHOOP and what they truly mean, we have to understand where we've been, have a brief understanding of this year. What does it look like for us? And many of you may have been feeling these pain points and a number of these challenges that I'm going to go over. Most firms that I'm talking to are down on average 20 to 35% year over year. That number hurts to hear. It also hurts to say. But I want you to know that you're not alone. Some offices are already starting to feel that reprieve from that number going into 2024. So good news. A lot of you may still be feeling talent and skill shortages across many industries. So upskilling and reskilling are going to be the way of the future. I know this isn't the first time you heard that. And as much as there was a push to be back in the office for some organizations in 2023, there's still a rise of remote work and has truly changed our industry over the years. And our industry has changing candidate expectations. Our world has shifted. Candidates have a different expectation of going through a process and what they see. So I'm not quite sure if you've seen that shift, but I've seen it in many of the offices that I'm talking to. And last but not least, Let's not forget, AI has truly turned our world upside down in the last nine months, not only for our internal use of staffing and recruiting, but also for the companies that hire candidates and those that we collaborate with and sell to. Bad news, it's only going to continue. So yes, these challenges make it more difficult for companies to find and hire talent that they need. However, they also present opportunities for those that are willing to adapt and innovate. So now in today's market, it's more important than ever to have that clear strategy, have those defined goals to really go into 2024 strong. Your mindset in 2024 is going to be different. If you're like the majority of those offices that are down 20 to 35% in this market, you're probably gonna change the way you're looking at things. 
Forget the chasing numbers and stressing about growth. We're not in a sprint in today's market. We're in a marathon. It's about sustainability. It's the name of the game. I want you to think of it like an athlete's offseason. In college, as a Division I pitcher, I never got to rest in the offseason. I focused and honed in on my skills, my grip, my pitches, learned something new when I didn't need to be pitching in competition. It's no different for you. This is your time to invest in your B players, turn them into A-listers, network like crazy, polish your brand until it shines brighter than a recruiter's smile. And remember, culture is your secret weapon. Keep people happy, motivated, and feeling top-notch because that positive energy really attracts talent like moth to a flame, even in a down market. So I want you to think, does your team have the down market blues? Chill with the growth goals and focus on sustainability. Think about maintaining, not multiplying for your accounts. Are you having your teams on that KPI hamster wheel? Change it. Focus on quality over quantity. Forget the 100-call daily grind. Invest in meaningful connections because honestly, relationships are your future goldmine. So instead of thinking about dials, maybe you should think about call time. Focusing on the meaningful conversations that equal engagement, not the number of dials that we can make in a power hour. So focus on building relationships that'll pay off when the market flips. You really need to think about this What we're talking about and what you're doing for 2024 almost is like your phase one because it's only a matter of time till the market shifts again and we're off to the races doing things just in a sprint. We're not there today. So I want to give you four things before we go into the actual WHOOP goals that you need to think about as you're setting your goals. Okay. Number one, I want you to think about tech is your bulldozer. Technology isn't just a fancy gadget. I want you to think of it as your bulldozer, ready to clear your path for recruiting greatness. Artificial intelligence, machine learning, data tools, they're all here to automate the grunt work, so to say, to free up your time and grant you your candidate and client superpowers, right? Helps you do things faster. I'm sure you've heard AI is not going to replace your job, but a recruiter using AI like a pro definitely will. So leaders... Here's your wake-up call. Before you unleash that bulldozer, you have to make sure your processes are crystal clear. Make sure they're set, they're measured, and producing what you need them to because you cannot automate what does not exist today. Let me say that again. You cannot automate what does not exist today. So make sure you hone into those processes and really make sure they're good to go. When we talk about engagement, this is truly about sharpening your soft skills. Communication, teamwork, problem solving are really your sword and shield in any business battle. So you have to keep them ready. Soft skills create relationships. And your network is your net worth. You can't afford not to put time into your team's soft skills. Last two things you need to remember. I need you to be a tech chameleon. You saw how quickly AI took the stage by storm this past year, right? So whatever that looks like in the future, whether it's cloud, cybersecurity, data science, all of this tech is your future weapon. Master them now as they come, understand them, and you're going to be able to conquer and ready for new things to come. And last but not least, this is not everybody and everybody does not do this well, but I need you to embrace change like a superhero. Having adaptability and agility are going to be critical for our future of our industry. So make sure you're quick to pivot. If you need to have a change, you really need to hone into that change management processes so your teams can blend into our ever-changing market. So it's not just about surviving 2024. It's about dominating 2025. Let's get to the good stuff. Has anybody ever used the WHOOP method of goal setting? Write it in the chat if you have. Spoil alert as you're doing that, yes or no, into WHOOP goal setting method. Katie is amazing. You all already know this. And she has made us a worksheet for those that wanted to take this team or this whole concept to your teams and do this exercise with them. So no need to frantically write things down. Feel free. You can. Again, this will be available for the podcast. 
But you might be asking, what is the WHOOP strategy, Courtney? You've been talking about it, so let's dive in. WHOOP stands for Wish, Outcome, Obstacle, and Plan. Let me repeat. Wish, Outcome, Obstacle, and Plan. It's not just some trendy acronym, but it it is truly a powerful tool. Now, as I was starting to think about this uh, topic, my inner mom came out. So bear with me and my imagination as really took over the rest of the conversation. I took the idea of whoop, whoop, and changed it like I was talking to my nine-year-old. So whenever you think about whoop goal setting, I want you to think of it like a treasure map. Okay? Hence, the nine-year-old. Whenever you think about wish, wish is essentially your ex, your buried goal, your big dream. What's the ultimate goal for your team? Is it more top-tier clients turning into key accounts? Is it lightning fast hiring? A candidate experience that makes angels sing? It could be a specific metric, such as maybe increasing the number of qualified candidates by 20%. Or more qualitative, such as improving your overall candidate experience. But I want you to think about what your wishes are for 2024, more specifically, the wishes for your teams. When you think about outcome, this is like the loot. So picture your loot. What does achieving your wish look like when you're Scrooge McDuck and DuckTales swimming in your gold coins, right? Imagine your team swimming in resumes, closing deals with ease, clients working with you exclusively, and candidates raving about your process. It feels good, right? That's your outcome. This is where we rave about the increased ROI because of the changes you've made. Dollar signs is what it's all about. What can you do if you achieve those things? right? What does that mean? What can you do more of? The obstacle is, I want you to, I'm going to try to say this with a straight face. Whenever you think of obstacle, I want you to think about facing the Kraken. (laughs) What could be lurking in the seas trying to steal your treasure? This could be internal factors, maybe like limited resources, siloed tech stacks that maybe don't give you the holistic view of your business, or the elephant in the room, those undefined processes to steer you away from your buried treasure. Or maybe they're external factors, such as competitive talent market or down economy. Don't sugarcoat it. Name your fears, list them all. And this is what makes your goal setting realistic and not rainbows and sunshine. It helps you overcome what you're going to face. And P is plan. So I want you to chart your course. What's in your route? How will you outsmart that Kraken? With clever sourcing strategies? Maybe you're going to revamp your most important processes to get your teams all playing on A-level playing fields. What about killer tech interview questions? Or maybe a tech upgrade to a platform that makes your competitors jealous. I want you to get specific, get tactical so you can conquer. So by encouraging your teams to set these WHOOP goals, staffing and recruiting leaders can foster culture of high performance and continuous improvement. So I want to give you seven examples, specific examples, and general plans that you can use to make your team shine. Katie is going to be dropping that worksheet of these WHOOP goals before the AMA when we get there. So bear with me. Our first goal. Maybe you have the goal to increase your number of qualified candidates in your pipeline by 30%. Think about the wish for that. Your wish is to have a consistently strong pipeline of qualified candidates for all open positions not just being reactive and transactional, right? Very high level. What about your outcome? The outcome of doing that would be an improved candidate selection, reducing your time to hire, and increasing your overall employee satisfaction. But what obstacles might you face? You might have limited access to passive candidates, or maybe there's a super competitive talent market and you're struggling overall. How do you change that? So what's your plan? Maybe you need to do a re-engagement campaign for all the current candidates in your ATS that haven't been spoken to or emailed or had engagement within six months or more. Let's face it, I know there are thousands. No, I haven't seen your system, but I know it. Every system has them. And that is money going to waste. Put your efforts into re-engagement. What about building relationships with key talent influencers and industry experts? So that might take you to the world of social media and and maybe a networking campaign. What about 
developing a strong employer brand to attract top talent. Maybe that hasn't been a concerted effort from your business and its employees, sharing specific content, singing the same message in unison. So maybe it's a social media calendar. Or the thing that's often missed in our industry when it comes to pipeline is referrals. Maybe you need to launch an employee referral program with incentives. Foster company culture. Make it easy for employees to share opportunities and get credit for them. But these WHOOP goals are going to be nothing if you forget to track all of them. If you don't have a way to process and report, have discussions around these campaigns that you're doing, reward those incentives, pivot away from not what's not working. And you have to have these conversations regularly. So that was goal number one, all around talent. What about goal number two? To reduce the time to hire by 15%. Who doesn't want that? Maybe your wish is to streamline the hiring process and fill open positions quickly and efficiently. Everybody needs that or everybody can get better. What's your outcome? It's going to reduce your cost. It's going to improve your candidate experience. It's going to increase agility in response to market needs. What obstacles are you going to face? And I know most of you can say them. It's manual. It's time-consuming. There's lack of automation, lack of communication with clients. The list can go on. But what's your plan? Should you refocus your applicant tracking system software to manage candidate applications and workflows? If you're not today, you should be tracking your time to hire first and foremost. If you have that, how do you improve it? Make a concerted effort. Maybe you need to automate tasks right? We've been talking about AI and automation. Maybe you just need to automate those processes, such as scheduling interviews and sending email notifications. Embed certain automations or sequencing in part of your workflows so your candidates and clients feel seen, heard, connected to in a way that they need to from your teams. So maybe automation is where you need to focus on in 2024. Pick a process and start with it. Maybe you need to streamline your onboarding process to ensure task completion for both internal and external stakeholders. Maybe you need to ensure requirements are met when they're needed, like IT has computers, logins, IDs on the first day, make sure we have credentials, certification, testing, so on and so forth. Or last but not least, maybe you need to ensure communication with your clients has the maximum efficiency. Maybe you need to implement a client portal. So your clients can see real-time submissions and progress throughout your process. Let's be honest, your biggest time suck with your teams is having the back and forth email exchanges between clients and your teams without updates. Dun, dun, dun. Goal number three. Maybe you want to enhance your candidate experience by increasing net promoter scores by 10%. Anybody use net promoter scores? I would love to know. I think this is a very underutilized tool. But what is your wish? Your wish ultimately is to create positive and memorable experiences for candidates, even those who are not hired today. And that is the key. Today's pass is tomorrow's revenue. And it's important when we are in markets like we are today. We can't always find the job today. So. Don't let them go unused. What's your outcome? Improve brand reputation. Maybe you have increased referrals. You have a stronger talent pipeline. But what obstacles are you going to face? Maybe you're going to experience lack of communication, frankly, and transparency during the hiring process. So what can you do about it? What's your plan? Maybe you need to provide regular updates to candidates throughout your hiring process. Maybe you need to go back and implement sequences to keep your A players or all key players in the loop. Are you gathering feedback from your clients to use and make improvements? This is where you can use templates to gather those consistent feedback and make sure they come into play. What about, have you implemented a structured candidate feedback process? Do you have a structured feedback loop? If not, you can automate that process so you never let a candidate or client's feedback go unheard. And don't let those A-level candidates that you don't have a job for go unused. Market them to your clients onto your next job. Track that process from start to finish in your workflows. Oh, wait. 
And those silver medalists, you know, the ones that you submit that are a really amazing number two that didn't get the job, they're viable for months and years to come. So create a touch plan strategy so you don't lose that conversation with them. All right. Goal number four. I don't I think this should be everybody. But what about improving your offer acceptance rates by 15%? What's your wish? Candidates jump at the chance to join your amazing team? Yes. Sign me up. I want that. What what's your outcome? Maybe you spend less time on rejections and resistance for your teams. What if, maybe you have faster growth, a culture of high talent retention. Everybody wants that. But what challenges are you going to face? You're going to face uncompetitive compensation packages. Anybody feel that? Heard that with a lot of the clients that I work with. Maybe they have lack of clarity on career growth opportunities. So what can you do about it? What's your plan? Maybe you can conduct some market research to benchmark salaries, encourage clients to offer competitive benefits, showcase career development paths. So you can show your clients that you're a trusted partner and a resource in their process other than just being an order taker. Remember, your teams aren't just gathering information for a job. They're gathering market research each and every call that they're on every single day. So have those customized fields, scripts, to gather and search this information for future calls with prospects and clients alike. This one comes into play probably a lot for next year, especially if there's some downtime. But number five would be become a top employer brand in the industry. Not necessarily very detailed, but this is something a lot of the conversations I'm having with leaders in our industry is really about establishing a brand. So what's your wish? Candidates are lining to join your company and boasting about your amazing culture or your client's culture. So what's the outcome? You're going to reduce recruitment cost. You're attracting top talent with ease. You're increasing your brand awareness for your candidates and clients. I know people in today's market and staffing and recruiting and that have such a strong presence that they have candidates that are looking for jobs that come to them directly. They have clients coming to them to say, I need you to represent my company to help me find qualified candidates. They're coming to that person, knocking on their door. And that can be changing for you as well. So what obstacles are you going to face? You're going to have limited employee branding efforts. What if you don't have a marketing department? How many of you have negative online reviews or that company does? Let's face it. Glassdoor lets everyone have a voice for the haters wanting to hate. And maybe you have a lack of employee testimonials. So think about that. How can you solve that problem? Maybe you implement a strong employer branding strategy. Actively manage your online reputation. Encourage employees to share positive experiences. And don't forget the swag. Everybody loves a little swag. All right, I have two more. Goal number six, and I think everybody wants this in today's market, is maybe you want to land 10 new clients in Q1. Your wish is to essentially significantly expand your reach and establish yourself as a leading partner for companies. Your outcome, you're going to increase your brand awareness. You're going to have a diversified client base and maybe early access to potential unicorn companies. But what obstacles might you face? Fierce competition in your space is probably a no-brainer. Limited access to decision makers, they're hard to get to these days. And maybe tight sales cycles. So what could be your plan? What could you do? You could develop a target marketing campaigns, track the progress to new business through your workflows and your system of record, track them from start to finish. What about focus on industry publications, events, building relationship with correct networks and accelerators? You can also offer flexible pricing models from that market research that you're doing day in and day out. But most importantly, with these new logos, new clients, don't forget the human touch. During those sales calls, are your sales team developing new business with new clients? Or is it going beyond the transactional? Take it one step further. Are your recruiters asking if there's things that they can work on beyond the one job? 
Don't just be a robot and focus so much on automation that you're losing the human touch. And number seven, goal. Maybe your goal is you want to achieve 20% expansion of revenue from existing accounts, maybe through strategic cross-selling and upselling. We talked about this before, but get those key accounts, right? You want to you really have that reoccurring revenue. But how do you do that? What's your wish? You obviously, you want to deepen those client relationships and unlock hidden revenue potential with your current client base. What's the outcome? You're going to have increased customer lifetime value, reduce your churn rate, and have stronger client loyalty. But I bet you you're going to face some obstacles. Maybe like upselling and reselling, identifying those opportunities. They're hard to find if you don't change your verbiage and your conversation. Maybe you have to overcome client objections and you're not great at that. And you need to teach your teams to do that. Or navigating internal approvals for new requisitions. That's just par for the course. So what's your plan? Maybe you need to conduct client reviews to identify unmet needs and potential new work. Develop customized sales presentations with clear ROI calculations. I don't know how many of you here have client reviews with your clients today, but it is truly a game changer whenever you have those key accounts. But take it one step further. Maybe you need to ensure and build strong relationships with those stakeholders to ensure buy-in. Take it one step further. Make sure those connections are deep and wide across departments and locations. So most importantly, I want you to think of as you embark on this epic quest of your treasure map to all seven of those goals or beyond, your treasure map where X marks the spot. There are two trusty companions who illuminate the path and develop your map to ensure you that you reach your destination. That's the power of your ATS and your CRM, your platform in the talent industry realm. Now, they're not just dusty tombs on a shelf. They're your guiding light. They're illuminating the road from job opening to hired rock star. When you think of your ATS, I want you to think of it like the map maker. It's showing your entire process. It's meticulously charting your course. You as the leaders of your firm are creating that map. You're showing the way through your processes and procedures to ensure it helps your teams avoid the Kraken, right? It helps them scout the terrain. It's going to identify talent pools, map candidate journeys, pinpoint potential roadblocks before you even start if it's done correctly. It's going to allow your teams to follow a compass, like track key metrics, like time to hire and offer to acceptance, ensuring your teams are always moving in the right direction and using data in your platform to always show you the way to course correct. And then last but not least, it's also that ATS is going to help you develop a trail. It's going to document every interaction, every interview, every feedback loop, creating a clear roadmap for your future references and improvements. It helps your team scale. It helps them grow as they need to replicate the best thing to do for your firm. And we think of your CRM, it's your storyteller. It's weaving the compelling narrative that attracts and retains top talent to help you. It's crafting your legend, building strong employer brand, resonating with your ideal candidates that make you truly the hero of this urge. It's helping you nurture relationships from outreach to onboarding and beyond. It's listening to the whispers, helping you analyze feedback and sentiment of uncovering hidden insights and helping you constantly refine your story and captivate your audience. But don't forget your heroes. Track your employee engagement, their performance, their career aspirations to ensure that your most valuable assets feel seen, heard, and valued. So together, that ATS and CRM, that platform, it becomes your lighthouse, cutting through the fog of uncertainty and highlighting the path to success, empowering data-driven decisions, guiding you with insight, not hunches, so you can make informed decisions all along the way and fuel continuous improvement, helping you illuminate areas for growth when you're ready, helping you refine your strategy and become more efficient in the talent industry overall. So ditch the so-called paper maps, aka dusty Excel files and antiquated systems that don't talk to each other. Embrace your platform as your guiding light and talent journey, and it'll help you build insight and support 
and it'll navigate you every turn and twist, reaching your goals, helping you build that team of rock stars, and helping you write your company legend. Matching the right candidates to a job rec can be a challenge in today's dynamic job market. But at Create, we know that when talent professionals are efficient, they can better connect with their candidates and clients to make more placements. Create was founded to help talent-focused employers connect their clients with job seekers. Our software platform is designed to build relationships and empower both businesses and the clients they serve. We know that prosperity comes through collaboration and solid process. By bringing your entire team together on one platform, performing orchestrated tasks to reach a common goal, your business will scale and thrive. The future of work is about tech leveling up and enhancing your team so they can better facilitate the connection between candidates and clients that ultimately helps the community at large. Crelate's mission is to grow lasting prosperity for all by supporting entrepreneurship, employment, and meaningful work. When purpose drives business, everyone wins. Learn about Crelate and our end-to-end talent platform at www.crelate.com. All right. Katie, I'm done talking to my world uh, and developing the story of the whole, oh, you're there. I see you, but you're not on screen. I know. I know. We got to, um, I have to change the outlay. You guys, it's been so long since that we've done this. So my apologies and thank you all for bearing with us. Hey, look, I'm alive. Um, with technical difficulties. So, um, as promised, I'm going to drop the link for the loop goal worksheet in the chat right now. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. I know I had a little bit fun with this email. So if you guys, you know, instantly get a song stuck in your head when you receive it, I'm very sorry. Um, <laughs> so Courtney, did have a, I know uh, that's exactly the subject line. So we actually had a question and it kind of goes back to when you were talking about back above about the expansion for your clients. What's the best way to expand clients? Good news. I have some great news for you. And Katie, I don't know if you're ready for this. We did a podcast on this. I love, I'll share with you some highlights. Uh, So let me give you some high levels as Katie goes and grabs our podcast. But we did a podcast, I think it was called Turning Your Clients into Key Accounts. But you have to go beyond the transactional. Kind of mentioned that. You need to become a trusted advisor, not just a vendor. Go beyond basic fulfillment Really understand where you where you need to go is understand their business goals, their pain points, their future needs. Offer strategic insights, industry trends, uh, market analysis. Really dive into where they can walk away from those conversations saying they're different. They're different than who I've talked to in the past. I feel smarter when I talk to, right? Help them map their talent landscape. So it's really like digging deep into an assessment of hiring challenges, what are their skill gaps, future talent needs, so you can help tailor your solution and proposition to their specific situation. Most importantly, I think you need to not forget of leveraging data and metrics. So if you have like a client portal that does that for you, amazing, but you need to track how many people you're talking to, right? You need to track how much, what the submission is, what the pay is, what the time to hire, cost per hire, quality of hire, but demonstrate the impact your placements and quantify your value proposition to those people. And then I think to go one step further is continuing to build strong relationships across the organization, not just with one decision maker. Um, I don't know if any of you have ever had this, but I've had where I've had a discussion with somebody, guess what? Six months later, they're gone. That did nothing for my relationship. I was back to square one. So make sure you're going beyond. You're going beyond the hiring manager, maybe HR personnel, uh, different managers, people that are in different locations. So you can broaden your influence and really help create influence across the organization and strengthen your account overall. But there's a lot. I could probably go beyond this. Make sure you get regular feedback, conduct satisfaction surveys. Don't wait for an issue to arise. Make sure you're having constant conversations. I know so many people that'll say, well, I don't have anything to talk about today. We were supposed to meet, so I'm just going to cancel that meeting. I'm going to tell you the best conversations I've ever had were about some kid's soccer tournament and what they were doing for Christmas how they were spending their holiday, what was next for them on a personal level, because those people that were hiring authorities at one organization often came back to be most placeable candidates for me for their next job. 
So this is a cycle. It is ever-changing. Don't ever stop having the conversations, even if you're scheduled to have them and you don't have anything to talk about. Make it shorter, but relate and have a conversation. So I'm done. I could I could go back to that whole podcast again, Katie. I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. Sorry, I'm on the doing the double mute thing again. Um, no, don't be sorry. That actually brought up another question, Corp, that I think is kind of important. Um, towards the beginning of that answer, you mentioned having a client portal. What exactly is the benefit of a client portal? Uh, this person is asking. Uh, they say that they send out emails and that has been working just fine. I don't know if we could dive into that just a little bit. I hear this a lot. I'm sending emails. We have great communication. We communicate just fine. Why do I need it? But I want you to think about consumption of content. It's the way for you to consolidate your five emails and 26 candidates that you submitted over the last two weeks to one. It's your way for your clients to see what you're working on in real time, not to start a fire on Monday morning to see what you're working on and change it for tomorrow. So it has a few advantages. If you think of overall, it's going to help you increase your efficiency and productivity where your clients can manage maybe basic tasks like reviewing resumes, providing feedback. So it's not getting lost in the translation of emails back and forth. And honestly, it frees up both ends of the conversation for not only your client, but yourself, freeing up time for more strategic initiatives. It's going to have, obviously, that improves communication and transparency. So it's going to give you real-time updates, progress. It's going to help trust, collaboration. It's going to help create stronger relationships because it's when you think of a client portal, it's more of a partnership. It gives maybe the clients a greater stake in the recruiting process. It can lead to maybe long-term contracts, increased loyalty. Key being, it's going to give you data-driven insights where you can track activity, preferences of the candidates that they're looking for or looking at more frequently, understanding their needs better, and really reduce time commitment because no one wants to sit and look through their outlook to say, how many times did Katie email me over the past five days? Let me consolidate those 17 candidates that they did. Let me go pull their resumes. I'm already tired just thinking about all the things I just listed. So we need to think about making it easier for the people that we work with and streamline those processes just so we can get a better return. That equals money, that equals dollars, cost savings, the whole nine yards. I love that. And it's like an organized place instead of, yeah. So this question is actually circling back around the goal setting. Mm -hmm. What are the biggest challenges when it comes to goal setting across organizations? And why haven't you seen goal setting work in the offices that you've worked with and talked to? That's a great question. Honestly, first off, Goal setting is really like trying to solve a puzzle, but the pieces keep getting lost. I don't know. Maybe it's just my household and having an eight and a nine-year-old that they lose the puzzle pieces. Maybe that's, that's where my brain's going. But the biggest challenge is really to understand what good lo actually looks like. How do you know if your teams are hitting the mark when metrics are scattered across tech systems? How do you know if you're... I see so many people using someone else's metrics in another office that's in a different industry, a different vertical. They're hiring differently. And they're trying to apply it to their business. And they're like, well, my teams aren't hitting it. Well, no kidding. So some scenarios, think about this. Maybe, maybe your ATS boasts about impressive placement numbers. But when you look at your client side, your CRM, maybe it paints a different picture with high candidate ghost rates. You have to consolidate the ATS and CRM. So they, they paint the same picture. Um, think about time to hire reports, right? In your CRM, maybe it suggests efficiencies, but your hiring managers and their surveys reveal frustration with slow communication. Again, two sides to every coin. Maybe you celebrate low cost per hire, but your team retention rates plummet, highlighting maybe hidden quality issues. So. When you think about what has to change, it's truly holding your teams as much. This is this is a bad word. It's accountability. People don't like accountability. Sometimes I don't like accountability either. Uh, my kids sure in the heck don't like accountability. But really what needs to change is unified data, like streamlined dashboards, reporting really being there. 
breaking the silos and really making sure you have that one-stop shop to paint the holistic picture. Again, back to shameless plug. When you think about using Crelate or a system for goal setting, it's really about seeing dashboards that top industries are using. But understanding how like the need to know task and reporting are there. They're in front of you. All your teams are looking at the same things. Maybe it's forecasting data. But what it comes down to is having those conversations readily all the time, but having the data at your fingertips. You don't want your teams to be guessing where they're going and you don't want to be guessing where you should go. But having those conversations frequently to make sure you're all measuring the same thing and really beating to the same drum. So the biggest challenge, it comes down to just remembering that it's not all about reaching numbers. It's about driving change, making informed decisions, and this will truly transform your puzzle piece and your roadmap to make sure you have long-term success. Amazing. Thank you. That was kind of it for the questions today, Court. So I'm going to get my butt off screen and it's all you for the wrap-up. Well, I missed you today. All right. Amazing. So thanks. Thanks for joining us. Obviously, this talent landscape is a wild ride. Clear goals are your saddle in the storm. But by setting these WOOP goals, they're maybe a little bit more bold yet achievable. It's going to show your candidates and clients that you're not just riding the wave, you're truly steering the ship. So this podcast is ideally your roadmap to whooping your way into 2024 success. So make sure you have understand your challenges, you identify them, and you even handed the compass to navigate for a future in tech. Maybe it's time to grab the wheel and steer towards your dream and destination. So remember, you're not just in the recruitment game. You're shaping the future of work. You're set and embracing these WOOP goals. So you can watch yourself transform from passenger to pilot in this ever-evolving landscape. So buckle up, dream big, and whoop your way into an amazing 2024. Whoop, there it is. I'm Courtney Harmon with Crelate. Thanks for joining us. If you have questions or you want us to address that we didn't address in today's show, please feel free to email us or ask us at fulldesk at crelate.com. If you've enjoyed the show, be sure to subscribe, rate our podcast wherever you listen, and sign up for our newsletter to get future details. So have a wonderful day and we will see you soon. I'm Courtney Harmon with Crelate. Thanks for joining the Full Desk Experience. Please feel free to submit any questions for next session to fulldesk at crelate.com or ask us live next session. If you enjoyed our show, be sure to subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen and sign up to attend future events that happen once a month.